because we were talking about Shrek. Because uh-huh. I was saying that I look like Lord Farquaad. And I was like, uh, Lord Farquaad. I emphasize, you know. I am recording. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Rachel. I'm Caroline. And this is Vibin' with Vino. And this is the first time that we have ever just turned the camera on and started. Yeah. Wow. Go us. Not cutting at least three minutes out? (laughs) Shocker. Three minutes off the beginning? Not this time. Nope. We did it. Professionals. (laughs) You know, 11 episodes in, I think we're starting to get the hang of this. We'll see about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Well, today, shall we start off with the wine? I suppose we shall. Today we are drinking a wine from the brand La Vielle Ferme, which is a French brand. Um, It is a red blend. I believe, I looked it up, it's got... Syrah, Grenache, some salt in it. A couple of red, red blending grapes. Um, the vintage Caroline is 2019. There was some discussion over what the word it wasn't. Meant. It wasn't as much a discussion. It was, I don't know. And that's the only thing I could see and not pronounce properly. But... I thought that that was the type of wine. No, it says there's a special sticker on the bottle and it says Recote, which is basically the equivalent of vintage in French. And it says Recote 2019. So we're drinking a 2019 vintage. But Caroline thought that that was the kind of grape we were drinking. Oops. But it's okay. I don't know where in France it is product of france exactly all right so anywho cheers well you have to pour first before you can cheers i'm pouring i know but you have to finish pouring and have like an actual glass before we can cheers come on don't you know i have a glass cheers cheers And this week, we are cheersing to National Puppy Day! National Puppy Day! There's nothing significant going on in our lives. There really isn't anything significant in history, but you know what is super significant? Puppies. Puppies. Yep. Love them so much. We absolutely adore puppies. Shout out to all the little puppies in our lives. Um, aka Deuce. our dogs who are over ten years old. Um, no comment. They're still puppies. They're still puppies. Deuce. We love you, Deuce and Hazel. We love you, Deuce and Hazel. Anywho, anywho, go puppies. Cheers to the puppies. Cheers. Anywho, so what's up? Not much. <laughs> Not much is going on. What's up with you? Um, I mean, this week is a little bit busier than last week was because I have like a couple of exams and whatnot, but it's 
that crazy yet. That's good. Yeah. After this episode comes out, then the two days after this episode comes out, it's going to be a little psycho. It's going to be a little crazy. Um, just because I have some big exams. But other than that, we're chilling. That's good. Um, I have been... I've just been working this week. Um, I'm also doing some last little bit of studying before I go to take my sommelier class, which when this episode comes out, I will have already taken the class, but as we are recording, I have not yet taken it. It is coming up and I'm very excited. So next week, stay tuned. You'll get to hear all about how the class went. And a bunch more talk about wine next week. Yeah, next week's episode is going to be very wine-centric, wine-oriented, wine and about wine. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I the topic of what we'll be talking about is something that I don't know much about. So I'm intrigued to learn more. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Coming up. Coming up. But... As for this week. As for this week, this week, I'm also excited about our topic. (laughs) You know, we're drinking some red wine. So what better, we're drinking a red one. So what better thing to talk about than red flags? Absolutely. There is no better topic. Um, Yes. Today we are talking all about red flags or red flags that we think we have are red flags that we find in other people and so we on and so forth. another little snippet. A little extra spice added in there. <laughs> um, and if you don't know what a red flag is, it's simply just something that I guess would turn you off from the friendship or the relationship. Um, something that isn't, you know, a positive? Yeah, it's like something that you would see in another person and you'd be like, mm, I don't think we would get along. I don't think we can be in a relationship. I don't think yeah. this is going to work. Exactly. So we figured we would talk about red flags in relationships, friendships, ones that we think we have. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. So starting off, let's do the red flags that we find as red flags in other people. Okay, cool. All right. I do have one. (laughs) The first one that I have written down is a red flag that you might see as a red flag in other people. That I might? Yeah. Specifically me? It would be, like, one of your things for this list. Oh, oh, you think that, like, I have it on my list, too? I don't think you have it on your list because you might not have thought about it, but I think it's something you could add to your list. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, I'm excited. Somebody who doesn't like Shrek the Musical. Wait. Paulina, I literally just said to her yesterday, this morning, I was like... Have you ever seen Shrek? Because we were talking about Shrek. Because I was uh-huh. saying that I look like Lord Farquaad. And I was like, uh, 
Lori Farquaad. I emphasize, you know. And I was like, Paulina, have you ever seen Shrek the Musical? And she goes, no, I would never, never watch Shrek the Musical. And I was like, yes, you will. <laughs> and one of the um, shows that I got her to watch, the main character in it is who uh-huh. plays Fiona. Okay. In Shrek the Musical, the one on Netflix. Yeah. And I said to her, I was like, she is Fiona. And she goes, oh, well then maybe I will watch it. And I said, <laughs> you will watch it because I have seen it more times than I would like to admit. Is that something you can add to your list? Yes. But I think the only issue, the only reason that I would keep it off my list is because so many people have not seen Shrek the Musical. Yeah. That I can't immediately say that that's a red flag. But, like, if you've seen it and you hate it, there's something wrong with you. This is a PSA. Go watch Shrek the Musical. It's still on Netflix, right? I don't know. Well, I'm checking. Okay. It's important. (laughs) Oh my god! Also, I would just like to note, Shrek itself is trending on Netflix. And I would also like to note, Shrek 2 is trending along with Shrek 1. Really? People people are really into Shrek right now. Alright, well. Shrek. Go, go Shrek. (gasps) It is. It's still there. We've okay, got good. Girl, we got Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek Ever After, the final chapter, Shrek Swap Stories, Spooky Stories with Shrek, Shrek the Musical. We got so much <laughs> Shrek up in here. I'm thrilled. That's a lot of Shrek. I think after this, I may have to go watch Shrek. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Okay. The first one that I wrote down is something that has like always been a red flag for me and that's arrogance. Mm. Just yeah. If you're an arrogant person, oh, I don't I can't. I don't like it. Mhm. I have a really tough time like having patience with arrogance. Yeah. So, along with that, I also wrote alpha males. Ooh. Or men who think that they are the greatest and that everyone else is um that they're superior than everybody else i also put narcissism yep (laughs) i yeah like Uh uh-huh i no one is the best of the best except for simone biles and gymnastics i've been watching so many videos of her (laughs) but like that was so random i know so out of pocket anyway it's just just honest anyway no one is better than any other person so just like get off your high horse yeah and alpha like come on alpha males (sighs) toxic masculinity (sighs) another good Mm. one yeah right i didn't i don't even have that on my list but no i know See, I come up with them as they as Just we go. Coming up with them, but like toxic masculine. Like, I think should we talk about that one for a minute? Because like, <sighs> yeah, and just like, like a guy who looks at you on the street as you're walking down the street and goes, "Why don't you smile a little?" Mm. I'm not walking down the street to please you. 
Not everything is about you. Not everything is about the way that men exist in the world. Everybody can exist in the world differently. And however they choose to exist in the world is okay. And they don't have to conform to the normal gender roles. And they don't have to conform to how masculinity you think should present itself. Agreed. Big red flag. And also women can be in high positions and not be bossy. Women can be bosses and not need to be called a girl boss. Mm -hmm. Women can be bosses. Mm -hmm. Um, I have written down one-sided friendships. Yeah. So where you are putting in a whole lot more effort than the other person. Yeah. This has happened to me multiple times. This has happened to both of us multiple times. Yeah. Um, but you are putting so much effort and like you're caring so much about this other person and they just like can't seem bothered to think about you or like acknowledge you. Have you ever like tested if you have a one-sided friendship where you'll just be like, okay, for this week, I'm not going to text this person. And then you like wait to see until they text you. Mm -hmm. And then they don't. And you're like, well, I guess we're not friends anymore. Yep. Yeah, I've done that. Going along with that, I also have when you want to talk about, like when you're both talking about like what's going on with your life and stuff like that, they dismiss what's going on with you and they only want to talk about themselves. I have a friend like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a friend that does that and it's, I try my best to hold my tongue. Yeah, but just, like, it's those people who, like, you just want to be, like, I'm just having a shitty day, and they're, like, oh, yeah, well, I've had this and this and this, and I'm just, like, having the shittiest life. Or just the people who try to one-up you, like, just like that, where, you know, it's not even the people who immediately turn the conversation back around to them, but if you say one thing, they always are going to try to one-up you. That is Mm -hmm. so annoying. Yeah similar within the friendship like struggles I guess one of mine that I have written down is friends that end uh relation like in romantic relationships when there's either no boundaries or they push your boundaries so like you set a boundary and they just like don't respect it yeah and go against it or they just like have no no boundaries set. They are just always like spewing their words or just like doing things that are a little strange. Like you think, oh, I didn't know that we were that close already. Yeah. So, but like, especially people who push boundaries and you're like, no, I'm not going to do this. And they're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I hate like a boundary is there for a reason. Don't cross it. Yeah. Exactly. And there should be, like, in, especially in a new friendship, there should be that time period where you're, like, okay, I'm going to, like, there's a boundary, like, five feet in front of me. I'm going to, like, walk backwards four feet so that I really don't touch it. Mm-hmm. 
because you don't want to like ruin anything and like you can start to creep up closer to that boundary but don't touch it until you like either don't touch it at all or don't touch it until you're like fully comfortable with that person and you can talk about it yeah boundaries are very important agreed just listen to them agreed anyway next one next one that i have is specifically in romantic relationships and it can go into friendships but okay more of a bigger it's a bigger red flag in relationships and for me that's jealousy yes and to make it even more specific jealousy of hanging out with friends of the opposite sex yeah and that's something that I have always been very cognizant of when like when I am dating guys yeah is I have a lot of guy friends I like to hang out with my guy friends. Yeah. And if you are not okay with me hanging out with my guy friends, you're out. I can't. Like, if you only expect me to hang out with girlfriends, no. No. Sorry. No. That's not even sorry. Just no. That's not happening. That's not okay. No. So when you're – like, if you get jealous of me hanging out with one of my guy friends – there's nothing that I can do to make you feel better and I'm not going to try to. Yeah, exactly. That's a you problem, not a me problem. And that's, that's that. Yeah. I think that you should be able to hang out with whoever the heck you want. Agreed. Absolutely. And like in the same way, like that means that I can't get jealous if you're like, if my boyfriend's hanging out with a girl, as long as, you know, I trust okay. him. Yeah. exactly that's the big thing exactly exactly if you have trust issues then you're gonna get jealous easier Mm -hmm. and that's not okay yeah and like i can understand if you don't trust the other person but like if you trust your significant other then what else does it matter you know that they're not gonna do anything that would make you uncomfortable exactly agreed completely i I knew that you would you would also have that one because you also have guy friends. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So um what's another, another one of yours? Another one that I have is root service workers. Yeah. Um if so you so bad. If you say anything like rude about a service worker or like to a service worker to their face, like immediate no. Like how how do you not see that they're working hard? Like, I don't care if they forget something at your table, if they, like, m- mess something up. Like, it's not always the server's fault. And they, like, could have five other tables at the same time that they're dealing with. Like, this also comes from working in the service industry. Yeah. But, like, if somebody's rude to one of my servers, I'm going to say something. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Thank you. I was just going to ask, has that happened? <laughs> no. Um, it's just, like, the only thing is, like, some people are, like, annoying. Yeah, which that's Which you deal with all the time. But nobody's been, like, blatantly rude to anyone. That's good. Yeah. What's your next one? One that I have is when someone tries to correct me on something that I know is right. Mm. 
like if I if I'm having like an intellectual conversation with someone, let's say, and we're discussing a topic, and I know that like what I'm talking about is correct, and they're trying to be like, well, no, because of this, and I just have to look at them being like, how does that? Where does that make sense? Like, yeah. And it's only if, like, I am certain of what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, like, I know that that's something that I've, like, looked up and researched before. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, as long as I know what it's about and I've researched it and I know that this, whatever this person is saying is actually not factually correct, Uh that is something that I cannot stand. Yeah. Like, I I, th- I feel like that pulls on the arrogance. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like, I, I saw this somewhere, so it's obviously right. Or, like, people who automatically think that everything on the internet is correct. Mm. People who don't do their own research. It's so important. I have a couple that we can do, like, rapid fire on. Oh, a rapid fire. Let's do it. Some rapid fire. Rapid All fire! Right. Rapid fire. <laughs> I have um, extremely picky eaters. I don't think it's a red flag. It's just like, come on, grow up. See, for me, it's kind of a red flag because I'm like, well, can all- you not be? I'm also like, I like to say that I'm cultured in what I eat. Yeah. I mean, I would that say that I am of- too. Yeah. I definitely have not eaten as many things as you have, but you've also traveled more than I have. Yeah. But I'm just like, anywhere I go, I'm like willing to try anything. Yeah. I still don't fully see that as a red flag, though. And that might be because I grew up with really picky eaters. See, for me, it's kind of a red flag because it, for me, it is a red flag because I'm like, if you're not willing to try foods, what else are you not willing to do? Because I'm willing to do, like, I'm willing to try a whole bunch of stuff. But, like, if you're not willing to try, like, foods, then, but like, I feel like that's foods kind of... Can, like, food is so subjective. I don't know. For me, it just is a signifier <clears throat> for somebody who is not on my level. Okay. Wow, that was really good rapid fire. <laughs> wait, was that? Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, was that it? <laughs> now let's get into rapid fire. Rapid fire. When they only talk to you over Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Why? Like, when they. If if you have my phone number. Sorry. If you have my phone number, text me. Yeah. Um. When they wear flip flops anytime other than. Like the summer going to the beach. <laughs> or if they wear flip-flops with socks. Socks yeah. with flip-flops? No. Mm-mm. Um men who are obsessed with fishing. Mm. I don't mm. like fishers. Anybody or hunting. Who, yeah, that too. And like post obsessed it with on, fishing or so- hunting. And post it on social media. Yeah, no. I don't like it. Um, anybody who is obsessed over their height, specifically people who constantly talk about how short they are and how much they either hate it or love it. Yeah. 
Or even like people who are obsessed with finding a partner of a specific height. Yeah, that too. Height's not everything. It doesn't matter. Um, This one is from TikTok, but guys that only have one pillow on their bed and navy blue sheets. <laughs> Rachel, we... Ryan and I saw that at one point on TikTok, and he just looked at his college bed and was like, Uh and I just looked at him. Oh, the other one was guys who have flags all over their walls. Yeah. And I looked at him. I looked at his walls. I looked at his bed, and I said, hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Um, and my last rapid fire is from my sister, but ordering top shelf alcohol at a college bar. Yeah, that's, don't do that. Yeah. Like why? There's no reason. No. There's no reason for that. college bar. Exactly. That's weird. Like there's no reason for that. Truly. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, so that's my rapid fire. I, I have one to add. Okay. People who are obsessed with social media and how they look on social media. Yes. Yeah. Who can, who wrap their life around social media. Yes. Yeah. Like. Definitely. It's, stop. Yeah. Unless you are making money off of your content on social media, there is no need for you to be obsessed with it. Yeah. You're. 1,000, 2,000 followers don't care that much. Yeah. Anyway, next little section I have. I talked to my sister for 20 minutes before this, and she gave me... So my sister, she is going to school at Fordham University. In New York. In In New York. In the Bronx. And she is majoring in communications, but she is minoring in fashion, and she has always loved fashion... And so I have her list. It's Anna's list of fashion red flags. I I have a feeling like I'm going to have, I'm going to dress like one of these things. So I'm very excited. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I think the only one that you would kind of resonate with um, is people. So there's only a couple of them on here, um, but we'll just go through them really quickly. I think the only one that you would kind of resonate with is that you is only buying or wearing clothes from American Eagle. I don't only do it. I do wear exactly. a lot. Of, I do buy a lot of American Eagle. Yeah. Because it's comfortable and it fits well. Yeah. But that's why I said I think you would only kind of resonate with that one. Because you definitely don't only wear American Eagle. I would say but half she's of my saying, closet is American Eagle. But she's saying like specifically you will not shop anywhere else and it's like you everything you wear just looks straight off the mannequin yeah no i definitely don't do that yeah so that is fashion red flag one um fashion red flag number two is wearing clothes that are obviously too small for you and like doing it on purpose because you don't want to buy the next size up. You don't want to, like, see that size tag. There was a girl 
in one of my classes at St. Joe's who she walked in on the first day and she was wearing a, a sports bra that was at least two sizes too small. And she had, she had a pretty, big uh, pretty big top half and you could just see it. Like she was wearing a, a tight t-shirt too. So you could like yeah. see the spillage. And I was like, that can't be comfortable. Yeah. But, like, no matter what size you are, it's okay to buy your size. Like, don't be embarrassed of your size. And Just it's- wear the clothes that look good on you because clothes that are too small do not look good on you. You might think that they do, but they don't. And the other thing is that every single brand sizes things differently. Yes. So what may be a six in one brand could be a 12 in another brand and a two exactly. in a different one. Like, exactly. The number really does not matter. The only thing that matters is that you feel comfortable and feel confident in what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. What's number three? Um, the next couple are like actual specific articles of clothing that she ha- says absolutely not. Okay, interesting. Um, number one, well, I guess number three, Gucci belts. Mm. They but are like, too overdone. The obnoxious Gucci belts, or like if it's just a plain black Gucci belt with the logo. I think just in general, she says they have been too overdone. They were. It was too, a trend. It was too much of a trend. The trend is over. Stop wearing them. Okay, I don't really um, care. I don't own one, so. <laughs> I don't, I don't either, but this is just according to yeah. Bronx fashion Nista Anna Well, Gator. that's also New York, too. Yeah. Um, this one, the next two I completely agree with. Baggy basketball shorts. Uh, I hate them. I know. Like the ones so that go gross. Like mid-calf, like, too. Yeah. And the last one, I don't know if you've ever heard of these because I had to look them up when she told me. But Golden Goose Shoes. Oh, God. Go look it up. It's like designer shoes, but they're designed to look dirty. It's like white sneakers that come looking like they're a year or two old. For like five hundred, six hundred dollars, and that's what Caroline's yeah, that making a face, face right was now. The price tag. Oh yeah. my gosh! They come dirty, and they're like five hundred, six hundred dollars. This one is a thousand ninety-five dollars. Yeah, girl, I'll I'll dirty them for you. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh my gosh. And then there's me who has a pair of white sneakers in her closet who will not wear them because they look so bad. They're dirty. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that people pay to get shoes that are already dirty. Uh Uh-uh. I do not like that. I completely agree. Red flag on that one. But that's her short little list of red flag, fashion red flags. I feel like the... The fuzzy Crocs should be a red flag fashion, fashion red flag. 
I think just Crocs in general are a red flag. Okay, I think that Crocs are just funny. Like, the fact that some people literally – like, I would never wear them. But the fact that some people, like, have every single – I think that's so funny. But, like, the fuzzy Crocs, come on. The point of a Croc is to be waterproof. And the fuzzy is not. No. All right, now, moving on to – our red flags for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Um, how do we want to do this? Um, I guess back and forth again. Okay. Would you like to start, Caroline? Well, the first one that I have is very obvious. Yeah. I am so freaking loud sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I don't, I don't understand my volume. Like, sometimes I don't know the power of it. Yeah. Like, you know how, excuse me, you know how Hercules didn't know his strength? Yes. Sometimes I don't know my volume. You don't know your volume? (laughs) I really don't. So with, with that, um, and I also asked my boyfriend, I was like, yo, what are my what are my red flags? And he goes, Well, the only one that I can really think of is that you're you're kind of loud sometimes. So Yeah. What's your first one? My first one is how long it takes for me to reply to text messages. Hmm. Hmm. Caroline has personally been victimized by <laughs> so this. many times. So many times, like Four too many times. But it's not that I, like, don't care about the person that I'm texting. I just don't feel like actually texting. So okay, I don't. Then call me. That's just, it's it's fine. I will. I, okay, I've gotten but better get... at it since that one time. Well, yeah. I mean, my favorite thing that I'll always remember is when you said, well, I just, I hadn't replied to you and then I I was going to text you back but I just got so scared because I knew you were going to yell at me because I didn't talk to you so I just didn't talk to you more because I was scared that you were going to yell at me for not talking to you anyway moving on Caroline what's your next red flag (laughs) um my second one I can be a know-it-all Okay. Sometimes I really present myself in a in a know-it-all manner and I'm like this is how it is. And I I like to think that I only do it in instances where I do know what I'm talking about, but I think uh I I I think that I have a tendency to do it in other terms too, but I think it also runs in my family. Yeah. So, genetics. Okay, we'll go with that. Do you think I'm a no? no, no, no. I think there are certain times where you can be, but I don't think you're a know-it-all. You're not a know-it-all all the time. I think I'm very intelligent, and so sometimes it comes off as that because I have yeah. a really weird memory where I remember a lot of things that I've learned, and you so it can, do remember a lot. Yeah, but. 
sometimes I think that I come off as one more often than I'd like to seem. That's fair. Um, my number two is how much I procrastinate slash I will start a new project without finishing a first project. Oh, I don't like that. Um, or like if I'm supposed to be studying, I'll just like start doing something else instead of doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I do that. I've always done that. I mean, luckily you're not in school anymore. That is true. You cried. And I made it through. I made it through all of school while still being a procrastinator. So if you're a procrastinator, you you can do it. You can do it. I believe in (laughs) you. Try try not to, but. (laughs) But if you do, I'll support you because I was a procrastinator. I'm not a hypocrite. Oh, that's one of my red flags. Hypocrites. Mm, That's a good one. Mm, Can't. That's a good one. No. My number three is that it's not necessarily a red flag because it's just my personality type. Mm -hmm. But like, I can be very needy. Okay. Or just like need reassurance. Yeah. And I think that just comes from like my childhood and like things that happened and a bunch of other stuff. But like, I feel like some people could see that as a red flag. I think some people could. But, like, if you're with the right person, they're not going to see that as a red flag. Exactly. But I'm definitely, like, I am, I'm needy. Words of affirmation. Yes. You just need people to tell you that it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's Okay. Yeah. Um, What's your number three? My number three is how competitive I can get while playing board games. But specifically board games. Only board games. Just board games. I don't think that's a red flag. No, I just think it was funny. It is funny. (laughs) Because I do get extremely competitive during board games. But, like, I try to do it in a nonchalant way so people don't think I'm being competitive, but secretly in my head, I'm like, I need to beat every single one of you. See, what's funny is that when I took over your place in playing board games with your family, they were like, oh, she's the Rachel. Like That you're competitive? I also got competitive and I was like, yeah. I'm gonna win! Like, I had never played them before and I'd be like, yeah. I'm a bitch. Yeah. Yep. So your family appreciated me because I reminded them of you. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you took over my competitive streak. I did. I probably didn't do you justice. That's okay. But I did play. But yes. Next yeah. one. I, this is the only other one that I have because I really couldn't think of that many and maybe it's just because I didn't want to think of myself in negative terms. Okay. But maybe we'll come up with some more as we go. You never know. You can help me brainstorm. Sounds good. So the last one comes from my aunt and not because I asked her what my red flags are, but because she says this often. She says that I'm very bossy. Yeah. See, 
I don't think I'm bossy. I, I think, think you I just know, know what, what you want. I want. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But I think to some people it can come across as bossy. I try my best to say please and thank you, and I appreciate I know. you. I know. And I think that makes me not bossy. That's why I don't consider you to be bossy. Okay, so I do have I have a couple more, but I think some of them are like kind of funny ones, like the competitive during board games. Yeah. But I'll go with this one first. Um I think that the amount that I can drink could come <laughs> off as a red flag. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, me yes. thinking that I can be that I could drink an entire bottle of wine and be completely fine. Um which yes, I can I drink. I thought you can drink one and be I fine. can drink a whole bottle of wine, but like it's still gonna do something to me. Like I'm not gonna be yeah. sober at the end of a bottle of wine. Yeah. But like in my head, I'm like, oh, I'll drink a bottle of wine and be totally sober. It's fine. No. The problem is when I drink like two bottles or more, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, clearly not. I don't know how you can drink two bottles <laughs> or more. Yeah. Um, but I think just how much I can actually consume in a night and like not is a red flag die. to people. Yeah. Yeah. Is definitely a red flag to people. Um, also how much I can convince other people to drink. Yes. I am so good at so, like the slide. No. Oh, Caroline, why don't you just have another sip? Like, why don't you just no. have another glass? Like, no. it's fine. See, with me, that's not even what you do. You just keep pouring. Like that one time over the summer. <laughs> I where do do that. Every time I turned my back, you would fill my glass. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was so hung over the next day <laughs> i wanted to murder you yeah i was like i'm never gonna be friends with this girl again yeah but you just gotta find what will make the other person drink and use that against them <laughs> and i do that and i think that that could also be a red flag yeah especially when you especially when you say it like that i'm not trying to be mean to other people i just like i like being drunk with people it's fun and if yeah, somebody like sets a-, a boundary if somebody sets a boundary and they're like no i'm not drinking i'm not doing anything like i'll respect that i'll stop messing with them but if they're willing to go in it with me i would take full advantage terrible but I do, for some people, I will just, like, buy them drinks or, like, put drinks in front of them. That is one of my other strategies. Anyways, what I have written down is thinking I can do, like, a craft after seeing somebody do it one time. Oh, I do that where you're like, oh, I, I watched you do this. I can easily do that. Exactly. Like, you, you did it so easily. To- yeah, I can do I it. I can do it that easily. I and it's like somebody who has experience doing it. Yeah, I am the same exact way. Yeah, 
But it's also like I'm very much a visual learner. So that's uh-huh. where I get it from is where I'm – is I'm like, oh, I watched you do this. But there you go. I can do it. But like, no, that's not yeah. how it works. No. Um, And then my last two is buying books that I – and then not reading them. I currently have a a whole list of books in my – in my nightstand that I just have not read. There's a book sitting on my nightstand that has been sitting there for weeks. Yeah. As a reminder, Caroline, read it. To read it. It just sits. (laughs) Yeah. I have a whole, I think I have a whole shelf of books at home that I haven't read that I'm like need to read, but. And yet you still keep buying more. And then you read uh-huh. some of the ones, some of the new ones that you buy, and then you're like, oh, well, and now I have to go to the to Barnes & Noble again because I just bought yeah. these. And then you're yeah, like, Yeah, exactly. Oh, those in the back shelf? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see those with those books. But then, oh, I know a red flag of mine. Oh. One of my red flags is if you tell me to watch, listen, or read something, I you won't. will not do it. It it just I don't want you to tell me what to do. Yeah. So if you tell me what to do, I'm not gonna freaking it do just it. Immediately turns you off. Like one of my best friends, Puff, he was like, Oh my god, Designated Survivor is one of my favorite shows. You should watch it. I put it in my Netflix list. I tried, I cannot do it because he told me to watch it. It is a good show, though. I can't watch it now, though. (laughs) See, for me, it turns me off for a little bit, but then, like, eventually I'll get to the point where I'm like, okay, maybe I should give it a chance, and then I start watching it. It, I, that only happens in specific times. Like, you told me to watch The Bold Type. Yeah. And it took me until the point where I was like, oh, I need something new. What's in my list Yeah, for me to watch it? Like, yeah. if you tell me, I'm not, I'm not going to. It has to be your decision to watch that exactly. or to read it. it yeah. Same has, for yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many people who are so mad about that. You more than me. Yeah. But I that do happens to me too. Yeah. Yeah. For you, it's like anything. For me, it's not all the time. But yeah. I really try for it not to be. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and then my last thing, um, and this is a entire mom side of the family problem. Oh my. Is that we don't know how to actually throw anything away. Yeah. Um, and not like everyday trash. Like obviously I know how to throw away trash. But like if it's like sentimental a good it no not even that if it's like a good box keep the box Rachel or if it's like something I use like if, if it's like a planting pot like oh I I don't have a plant for it right now but I could use it eventually Rachel it's like stuff like that that Rachel. is we don't know how to throw anything away Anyway, that is my list of red flags. I probably have so many. 
and I just can't think of them but that's okay um but yeah that was fun (laughs) that was something that was an interesting conversation I feel like we learned some things about each other yeah I don't think it really matters in the long run see no you can still have red flags and be a good person exactly Except for the because they're first not always red flags. flags. About. Yeah, they're not <laughs> red flags for everybody. Yeah. Alrighty. Does this mean it's wine time? I suppose it does. It's wine time, everybody. Alrighty. Can you read what it says on the bottom? Yeah, La Vielle Ferme is the old form. And I think at the bottom it says, this is a bottle from the old farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So on the back of this bottle, it says, since 1967, La Vielle Ferme has been producing authentic and delicious wines, vintage after vintage, and has been acknowledged as one of the very best value wines in the world. The vines selected are grown high on the slopes, which gives the wine unique elegance and spices. Beautiful red color with purple highlights. With a lot of freshness, this rich and spicy wine offers red and black fruit aromas, blackberry, black currant. The palate is beautifully balanced, crunchy with silky tannins, and a very long and aromatic finish. What does purple highlights mean? It has a little tint of purple in the color. Oh, it's just talking about color. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was just about color. So this wine, as it, my very first sip straight out of the bottle, well, not straight out of the bottle, but straight off the pour was a little more intense. So it definitely mellowed out as it was sitting in the glass. Um, I do, smelling it, it's, you smell a lot of spices. See, to me, it just very much smells like alcohol. Really? Yeah. What kind of alcohol? Like, it just hits you. Like, this is alcohol. Interesting. I don't know why. I just smell like it is wine. Like, it is definitively wine. The smell is more spicy. The taste has more... The taste, I think it starts off really like that spicy flavor but then it goes more into the fruity flavor and I definitely agree that it has a very long finish so by long finish is that the oh when you first sip it it's like pretty mellow but then once you swallow it you can like really feel it no so the finish is about how long the taste stays in your mouth Uh Okay. So for some wines, you know, you drink it and it's that only while the wine is in your mouth is how you, when you taste it. But wines like this, you taste it a while after you sip it. I agree. Yeah. The taste lingers on your tongue. It does. Yeah. So that what it, that's what it means to have a long finish is that if the taste stays in your mouth after you okay. sip the wine. I would say um, that this definitely does. I agree. But, like, it does have that thing where, like, while it's in your mouth, it's pretty mellow. But then once you swallow it, you really feel 
like the tannins mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so the wine itself, it's after you set the wine is that when the tannins really hit you. And it's funny because I feel like for me, I would switch it. I would say that while it's in your mouth, you feel more of the fruity. And then once you swallow it, you get more spice. Okay. Red blends are always, I feel, harder to differentiate between because there's so much from each grape going on in the wine. That there's so there there's just so much to talk about. Yeah, and I I feel like this one's very interesting because it's kind of like a like a faint touch while it's in while like the liquid is in your mouth, but then once you swallow, it's like punched you. In yeah, the face. yeah. I think this wine is kind of toxic. I think this wine has a red flag. I think it's toxic. <laughs> What's the red think- flag? I think this wine butters you up and is super sweet. And then behind closed doors is this like. <laughs> okay. I think this wine is abusive. It's two faced. I think it is physically abusive. <laughs> this was a perfect wine to drink for this week. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it kind of funny? It, it definitely, it's so mellow while it's still in your mouth. And then right once you swallow it, you like really are like, well, hello. Yeah. I like it. Not my favorite. What would you rate it? I think I'm going to stick with a three. Okay. I would like it more if it didn't have that punch after you swallow it. Like, I think that the flavor of it is really, really nice. The flavor profile, while it's, like, in your mouth and it's that mellow, like, nice feel. But Mm -hmm. it really does kind of turn me off once you swallow it and my mouth just goes dry. Yeah. So if it only had this the flavor in the beginning Mm -hmm. and didn't dry out my mouth once I swallowed it, then I would probably bump it up to like a four, four and a half maybe. Oh, wow. Like I, I really do like the flavor of it because it is so mellow. Like I feel like you can kind of drink it with a lot of things. Yeah. But I, I'm going to have to stick with a three on this one. Okay. It got demoted. That's okay. I think I would give it a 3.5. Because I also like the flavors. I think it's, I think the flavors are really nice and they play really well together. But I think being a blend, there's just so much going on that it's like, I still like the wine. I'm still drink like I don't have a pop problem drinking the wine, but it's, there's just a lot to it mm-hmm. that it's not like one specific, like. This is what the wine is about. It's kind of like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well. Alrighty. Tune in next week to hear more about Rachel's sommelier class. Yes. And to hear all about wine in general. I'm so excited to learn. Yes. I can't I'm going to be taking you. notes. Okay. Sounds good. Teacher That'll be Rachel. me during my sommelier class. I'll yeah, be taking all the truly. notes. 
It literally will be. But on that note. Go for it. Follow us on Instagram at vibinwithvino. And you can follow us on TikTok also at vibinwithvino. To see more of our pretty faces. Oh, yes. (laughs) You can also follow us on the app Vivino. Also at Vibin with Vino. Yep. Where you can find all of our ratings of past wines and the wine that we drank this week. And see each and every single wine that we drink every week. Every single week. But yes, go give us a follow and we will talk to you next week. See ya. Bye.